Hello and welcome to Car Clinic, a Potaholics podcast with Glenn Power from Sandance Tire and myself, James Pikeaway. For the next hour, we're going to do exactly what it says on the tin. We're going to talk about car repair and we're going to talk about cars. We're going to talk about those things that you need to know that you need to get into the back of your mind so that when you're in that situation that A, you need to lay down some cash to buy a car or B, lay down some cash to fix a car, you're getting it done on the right foot. Let's get right to it. This is Glenn. This is the Car Clinic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. Glenn Power, Sandense Tire, we are in the heart of it. And yeah. as, as usual, talking technology and, and the whole issue of sharing stuff on WhatsApp. <laughs> yeah, normal, normal car chat. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were talking last week and we, we were talking Hyundai and then today, I'm looking at the old Instagram, and I'm pretty sure I sent yeah, you did sent it to you. The you did. I've seen the notification. This new, yeah. this new Kia. It's buried on the 400 WhatsApp messages. Yeah, and I can never remember how to get at those WhatsApp messages once you send them. But anyway, I love uh, it now. <laughs> this new Kia. It's 2020 that it's coming out, and I'm looking at this thing four by four. And they've, they've tricked it out a few of them, so it, it really has that Range Rover yeah. accessory kind of look. I thought it looked great. They've nailed it for the last, what, getting towards seven, eight years now yeah. with the design. I, I would I would own yeah, one I'm of those. I'm looking at it now. Yeah. I mean, so, it, it's got the LED lights that sometimes we complain about, but I think I could live with it. And I'm looking at the interior. I love the grill. I think, yeah. they've, I think they've made it work. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really sweet looking. Yeah. It's um, it's got a bit of Ford about the front. Well, end, that was it? the whole thing. I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, have they tied up with Ford here? Because yeah. it had a little bit of the Explorer look to it. And when you, I mean, that's if you're gonna if you're gonna replicate or imitate somebody, a Ford yeah. Explorer, that's not really uh, that's that's a great compliment. Well, there's nothing wrong with replicating that one, right? Yeah. So. I, so, I mean, it's not that they've stolen it because they haven't, but it, it just has that look. And in fact, the whole vehicle is about that size. It's an Explorer size, yeah, I think. That's what they're going after. Which is a new area for them. Yeah, they don't do anything like no, that, no. do they? I mean, well, they have the Mojave, but that's not... Yeah. But do they even still make the Mojave? I don't think I don't they think do. I think so. No. That, that got left. Yeah. That got left, didn't it? So they don't make the Mojave, so they don't really have anything. So no. this kind of puts them in the zone. And that's a V6. Look pretty, look pretty sweet. The interior, kind of sweet. And it just works. Yeah, it's, um, you know, I'm pretty sure it's probably going to be similar to the Ford price. Yeah. you can't. I can't see how they're going to make it cheaper because the Ford is so good value. Yeah. But then again, it's always, they've always, <laughs> Kia's have always been value for money. Well, in, but the problem is, and I, I and, and the Kia guys and, and the folks over at Hyundai, they know this, is badge. The problem for them is the badge. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, we have it with Andrew. Andrew, the tech guy, Digi Geekster. Mm. He was driving around in, what did you say, you had him in a Santa Fe or a Tucson? Credit, a I Tucson. Know, yeah. And as much as he liked it, his mind is still stuck with his Tahoe. Yeah. And so we were talking about it. He says, yeah, it's, it's okay. I, I don't want to own one, but it's okay. And it's like, what don't you like about it? And it, and it just came down to yeah, badge. It had everything on that car. I know. Cruise, <laughs> phone, everything. And for him, it, it really came down. But to it's the, not a Tahoe. Well, that's with the thing. respect. I mean, I, you know, and he's got an old Tahoe, so his is yeah. last gen. So it's yeah. so it's it's big. It's like four tons or whatever the thing weighs. Yeah. He's got a monster engine in it, and it's it's a Tahoe. Which he was talking to me about yesterday, getting it remapped. 
Really? I said I could do it for him if he wanted me to do it. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. <laughs> so what was what was the final result with his his fuel tank? The carbon canister, charcoal yeah. canister. We I, I, we kind of knew, and I, without looking at it, there's only a couple of things it can be. So um, vapors from the uh, um, fuel system get basically filtered through the charcoal canister yeah. and stored there to an extent yeah. so that when the engine's ready for them they can scavenge the vapors back okay to allow that pressure out of there because vapor is obviously as you yeah. know pressurized to allow it out there's a valve that purges it okay so it's called the purge valve that makes sense there we go the problem is and i showed andrew yesterday the, the carbon canister should be in one nice big lump yeah and his had broken off no, so is this just over wear and tear and over time? Just or time, yeah. just happens? Yeah, I mean, we tend but to... 2010, though, 2010-year model, it's only 2019. Nine years, is that... It's pretty, uh, oh. pretty normal, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, and, uh, you know, with the American vehicles, we get it more than oh, any okay. other. Um, they have normally onboard vapor right. um, recovery for when you refuel. Yeah, okay. To stop the fuel vapors coming out of the uh, filler neck when you are filling it, all down to... Some, uh, California emissions regulations initially. So is that just a pain in the neck? Then I mean, it, it's it sounds like a pretty easy job, but ultimately you got to you had to drop out the fuel tank. Uh, well, no. Oh. Uh, oh, that's good. The only thing we took the fuel tank out was, was to make sure that none of the pipes had the pieces in it. Ah, okay. We couldn't get one of the valves that we needed, oh. so we made sure that was clean, and then made sure the pipes were all. As I showed Andrew yesterday, yeah. you basically tipped this thing up, and it all just fell there, out of the so bottom. There we go. Like so it's easy. Balls. And nothing had fallen into the system at this point? No. Well, that's good. So uh, we, we got away with it and uh, took it to the fuel station, filled it up yeah. in one go. <laughs> so. Yeah, he was averaging, what, 15 minutes for a oh, full man. tank of fuel. Why would you do it? Yeah. <laughs> and I think he got to that point of asking himself, he started to think, well, hang on, next month is March. Yeah. The month after <laughs> that then, is April. And then you're going to be standing there, you're going to have to have a crate of water. Then it's hot. Yeah, yeah, it's done for. So that was good. That, I mean, that, uh, he got the car back. It's yeah. working. Yeah, we did a few other things. Brake pads. Uh, I think the front left drive shaft, none of the boots were left on it. So wow. then he got in it and said, oh, my steering feels a bit better. <laughs> Is oh, he Canadian? Maybe that, <laughs> maybe, maybe that was the uh, the joints. We did have to pack them with a lot of grease. They yeah. hadn't worn out okay. beyond serviceable uh, yeah. life, but they were uh, they were dry. So. Mm. There we go. Yeah. yeah, it's all good now. See, that's that's you maintain your vehicles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it, you know, it's when when you do a lot of driving. That's as it. you say, well, anybody here tends to drive every day. Yeah, there's not many people that can get away with it. Yeah, so you've really got to look after the cars. So I'm going out to buy a used car. Not me, hypothetically. I'm okay. not buying any used car. I still have two cars that I'm going to drive until they die. <laughs> so it's <laughs> they're never going to die. <laughs> I know. It's it's when I it's when I uh, was over at Sam and he said, you know, something big. You know, I said to bring it in. He goes, you know. If it's a big repair you're gonna to have to get on this car it might not be worth doing and mm. i'm going how can that be like how could any repair you're going to do on this vehicle not be worth doing yeah, and be cheaper than getting a new vehicle i could probably get your you know even if worst case scenario you know you could probably find a complete vehicle with a say some serious yeah. accident damage you yeah, could yeah. probably buy the whole thing for six seven thousand dirham that's what i'm figuring got an engine and transmission in it and everything and i know the man to find me that his name yeah. is colin yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. He's addicted. And he'll be the first to tell you he's addicted. He'll be the first to tell you he's addicted. That's wewillfixit.com, by the way. Uh, yeah. he, he did tell let me he did want me to pass on a message that he uh, I think he's gonna have a, a Land Rover coming your way to 
have a look at. He, he actually said you would make that face. Yeah, those two words. Eh? <laughs> he said it's right. coming. <laughs> Excellent. No, he, um, something he, about a head gasket or something. Everybody's got a hobby. Yeah, and that's his. Yeah. And you know, fair play to him. I'm, I'm driving around in a Tuareg, which uh, he bought and spent too much money on. I'll tell you that. So yeah. uh, you know, he's letting. Uh, Kind of letting me and the wife use it. There we go. You know, so uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a hobby, and a lot of people yeah. have it. And it's, it's something that's not really done here. No, it's, no. it's sort of flipping cars, and, yeah, and he buys them at auction, does yeah, some stuff to know, it, and then he doesn't really do it to make money. No, no, he does it because it's, it's a fun. good job. He doesn't do it to make yeah, money because yeah. some <laughs> of the cars he buys, and he'll tell you that, and he'll tell you that himself as well. But um, no, it's well. He landed a couple of Pajeros, He was telling me that required some undercoat work and stuff. But, I love doing that job. But for the most part, he said they were just sitting there for two years. Yeah, as I understand it, they were they were bought. Oh, I forget who he said bought them, but I, they I were bought they as were, middle management cars, and yeah, then yeah. they never hired the managers or something. Uh, Expo twenty twenty. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's right. Yeah, so I, I, they were sitting on the lot getting washed. Yeah, yeah every that's day why they were rusted up. Yeah. But um, that's a great job to do that. We really do like that. Cause Washing the cars or buying these cars? Just cleaning them <laughs> underneath and yeah. and rust proofing them. Yeah. Because you don't get it that often here. Mm. You can, if, there's a, if there's somebody who's lived in Jumeirah for the whole time oh, they've been here, man. you tend to get it. Yeah. And you can always tell the difference between someone who's lived in Jumeirah or the car that's been around yeah. the Jumeirah area for all that time because of the salt water and, and See, the sea And I'm always surprised because my, my vehicles, I say, are, are over 10 years old and there's no corrosion on them. No. None. Yeah, I mean, the bottoms of doors will be falling out if they're in Canada. Yeah, oh, right? for same sure. in the UK. For sure. You know, it's, it's the same. So, um, no, it's, it's good to do because it's some of the sort of job that we do all the time back yeah. home. Yeah. But I remember the Z-barning. We'd, uh, they'd, they'd put the mineral oils in the mm. in the bottoms of the doors. Yeah, they'd, yeah. they'd poke a hole and they'd fire it in like a car wash yeah. system and, and you know, plug up the holes. I and can remember boom. when uh, one of my friends in the UK um, had a old... BMW uh, 3 Series, I uh, forget the model of it, and in the bottom of the doors were two huge rubber plugs, but there was one side was one size and the other was the other side, it's like, that's not very German, is it, that's not, you know, that's not that, and, and the story goes that when the cars were new, they were having rust issues, so they used to go to a, a special factory, and a guy and his friend, basically, were manually drilling holes in there manually pumping um, anti-corrosion fluids and oils and stuff like that in there. And then they were plugging the holes, uniform on both sides and everything, doing it really nice. And then obviously as it got more and more and more, then they start doing it as a bit of a factory. <laughs> and he said, you know, then they start doing it with a hammer and a chisel and smashing oh, holes through those. Yeah. So some of them had, like I say, non-uniform plugs, which isn't very German. No, no. Um, if you're going to do it, do it right. But it does need to be done because, yeah. you know, if you if you get a leak into the door, which, look, if it gets wet on the glass, yeah, that's going to run down into the door and it's, it's got to, you know, it will corrode. It will corrode eventually. Yeah. Don't worry, don't panic. It's not a fire. <laughs> it's not a fire. No, they're, they're testing the bells. Yeah. We're, we're literally in the service center here at uh, Sandance Tire and it's kind of fun. I've been watching people come in. I've been watching vehicles come through. It's, uh, I've got a... That, that uh, white Hyundai that came on the recovery truck, that's uh, oh. not been serviced for over a year and uh, oh, the no. engine's failed on it. Uh-oh. Yeah. Over a year. Yeah. yeah. Which isn't, you know, well, no, some people don't think do that's that. a long time. No, no, a lot of people do that. I've, I've been, I mean, I always do my oil in that and I, I have them take a look around, but sometimes the, the major services on my one Jeep it had gone a little bit too long, but I'd had a multiple oil changes and poke yeah. your head in and that and... But if when it stops, hasn't going, had anything done for a year. Oh no, no, you can't do that. <laughs> so, worst case scenario, you can always find a place that's gonna 
just do the oil at well, least. We've got the oil pressure light on it. Oh. When I saw it, I went to it this morning and started oh. it up. Um, it was yeah. just knocking. Was it? Oh, so there's no oil in that engine. So well, there's oil in it, but there's no but. no circulation. The oil pressure light's on, so yeah. hopefully we can just change the bearings on the crankshaft. And uh, is that an expensive job? I mean, you, well, if we do if we do the the main crankshaft bearings, then yeah. then yeah, because you got to pull out the engine uh, for that. But right? if we can if we can get away with just the big end bearings for the pistons, yeah. for the conrod, sorry, still then, that's then we can do that with the engine in situ. It'll take some time, and yeah. we'll have to make sure we get you know the right size bearings, and yeah, and we can get them. So they're not going to have this car for a few weeks. Um, if it's just uh, well, it just depends. I mean, the first thing we're going to do is get the engine, get the get the cover off the top, get the valve yeah. cover off the head, and take the sump off the bottom, and then just give it a real good clean. Yeah. Is there yeah. oil in it? Is it is it got, is it's got a full? It, but it's just completely sludged up. I'm hoping I'm hoping they get the uh, they get the top off, and then we might have a good couple of pictures for the sludge thing because that's yeah. quite a big issue here that people don't know until you illustrate it for them. Mm. So. Uh, Explain yeah. it. Explain what how this how this sludge so happens. Basically, you know when you, you know, if you're having a barbecue, yep, you get your grill and it'll go black. Yep, and it's carbon. Okay. Um. So the reason oil comes out of a can new like honey and then drains out dirty like black treacle is because the carbon from the combustion process is is basically absorbed by the oil. The oil takes okay. it away. Um, the, the Which is hence why you need to get your oil changed. That's why yeah. you're supposed to change Monthly your oil. at least. Yeah. But uh, what happens is it, it can become saturated, so then the oil can't yeah. absorb anymore. And then the detergents and additives in the oil that are designed to break it down don't work sufficiently enough, yeah. and then it just sticks together. And, and sometimes it goes like, if anyone's ever seen volcanic glass, yeah. It just goes rock hard like that. Nice. And then you, then sometimes what's worse, you then change your oil and the <laughs> detergents start to break it down a little oh. bit and it starts to flow big yeah. chunks around the engine and then it blocks oil jets well, and oil galleries and then you get no oil pressure, which is what we've got here. Well, that's always my fear. And I, I, and I think maybe some folks don't have that fear and they should have, but when we talk transmission stuff and yeah. I had mine thing and they did a, they changed the, the transmission filter yeah. and put new fluids in. I'm just, I, I was just like, you did what? And they said, yeah, well, we, we need to change it. It needs to be done. I'm yeah. going, what? And I, I was like, had fear for a minute because I'm thinking, hold on, you flushed everything though, right? You did it because I'm thinking, oh, no, 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 yeah. no. We don't want to. <laughs> don't yeah. mess. Don't open those things and well, mess with that stuff. The, the, the transmission one is a, is a good one. And we've already talked about a little bit about BMW. But, but BMW transmissions, they'll come with a, uh, and they're not BMW made, by the way. They're ZF typically. Ah. So they'll come with a maintenance-free some of the older ones, anyway, would come with maintenance-free sticker on there. I almost never believe maintenance-free when well, someone says work, maintenance right? <laughs> And it was one of those ideas. I mean, like I say, when I worked in the UK, um, we introduced at Volkswagen Long Life Servicing, which was 20,000 miles or 24 months. Yeah, come on. Ridiculous. <laughs> <It's> Absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. And it was purely to bring down the cost of ownership. Now, yeah, con- you know... Technology with oil, developments of oil, the the type of filters that were being used, sure. um, more but, efficient engines, yeah. you know, that, but, that all adds up to an increase in service life, but that's a long time. That's a long time, and there's, there's a lot that can go wrong that you miss, oh. and the next thing you know, instead of having a small invoice... You've got some yeah. giant invoice. Well, the, the problem is you get into that mindset. You know, imagine if imagine that you come from the UK, you've got a, a Golf TDI, and you're servicing it every two years or 20,000 miles. 20,000 miles is a long way. It's a long way. Right? So if imagine if you're in that mindset and then you get the get the job in the Middle East, you come out to Dubai, 
and you take a Golf GTI. You can't get the diesel here, so you take a Golf GTI, and then like two years down the line, you thinking I'm going to service this car, and after yeah. six months, you've got the oil pressure light. <laughs> yeah, <on>. exactly. So <laughs> it's all about mindset. You've got to you've got to adapt to where you are, and it's a completely different uh, set of requirements. Yeah, running a car here, and uh, completely different, I, totally different. And I, I think we forget about that. And we, we all come, as you said, with our mindset. Well, this is what I did in the UK. This is what I did in Germany. This is what I did yeah, in yeah. Canada. And then you get here and then you're miffed because, hold on, I've got this service interval. And in some cases, it might be a little gouging. And don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, I think there has been yeah, yeah. that has gone on. But then when we start extending it, it's like, oh, okay, hold on. Depends the time of the year. This time of the year, it's one thing. But when you get start getting into the summer, I want to make sure I'm getting at least the liquids changed. Yeah. I've got someone looking at my fan belts, yeah. looking at all of these things that are going on. As you said, you know, looking at bearings and packings and just making sure mm. that that rubber is working. Yeah. And, and not going two years before I get a yeah, service yeah. because well, similar conversation with the lady yesterday, you know, she has a service package with us. So she's coming for the second service and uh, she has three more remaining. This was the, the second one. And uh, she she's calls me up. How's the car? Yeah, the service is done. Everything's fine. Uh, basically, um, your tires and your brake pads aren't going to make the next service. Yeah. What, and what did she go ballistic? So no, she was happy okay. about it. But okay. The, 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 the conversation we were having was the fact that she was going to have to make a decision on will I remember to come in. Yeah. Will okay. I remember to come in between now and the next service, or is it better Probably for not. me to do it now? Like if, if this was me, it'd be just do it now because well, I'll never remember to come yeah, in. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not a salesman, right? And I don't like yeah to come across as pushy trying to sell the uh, trying to sell stuff. And at the end of the day, I try and teach it. Uh, try and deal with it and deal with it as though it's my car yeah. and if it's my car would I do it right now no I wouldn't because I know there's 5,000 kilometers left right but if, if but I, you work at the garage so exactly I'm here every day yeah um, when you're busy and you've got you know school runs to do and you've yeah. got to go do the grocery shop and you've got to do get to work and back and everything else that comes with it and then you might go traveling for the summer and then you come back and you forget yeah before you know it, you end up needing discs because you've let the pads wear out. And that car, that that car didn't have wear sensors, so she wasn't going to oh, even man. get that. Is that is that common now in most vehicles? I'm sure mine most, doesn't have I would say it's more than fifty percent have the really? electrical type now. Yeah, nice. What yeah. a great feature. When they work, <laughs> when they work. Yeah. What you need to hope is what we've seen a lot of is uh, unscrupulous. Uh, uh prior work where perhaps they've damaged the electrical connection doing the work and then they've just looped it off to keep the light off yeah. but then that means the sensors aren't working so ah, there we go yeah, that happens I, I you know i I'm, I'm i'm a little bit of an old school here and i think you know you get your tires you know rotated you get your yeah. tires balanced take a look at the pads see what it looks like and let's move from there yeah i, I as much as i think the sensors are good you know, it, it forces me to come in and get some maintenance done yeah and yeah. I mean, in fact, I was driving today and I was just going, you know, I think I need to get these tires balanced. And I was, I was trying to remember when was the last time I did get these tires balanced? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's a good thing. And we, 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 I was looking at the price too. We're actually sitting right in front of the wall here. Wheel balancing 25 Durham's. Uh, a yeah. Tire. Well, look, we, we do. If you, if you buy tires from us, we will rotate and balance them for free every 10,000 of the life of there the tire. And that's, that's mainly to make sure that the tire life is extended to its fullest basically and if we're rotating them balancing them making sure and like you said it's that level and and it's the same reason there's an MOT in the UK and RTA you have their annual registration test here 
it's a minimum level of, mo- of, of maintenance yeah. to make sure that vehicles are getting checked. And like you say, when the wheels are off, you can check the brake pads. Yeah. Without wheels and tires and brakes, easy. your car is not safe yeah. to use. So in just doing a simple job like that for 25 dirhams a tire, so 100 dirhams, you do the whole set. Oh, no, on a normal are, car yeah that's not bad um, and then you, you do the whole set and you also know that you can leave there knowing well my tyres are in good shape they're the right pressure they're balanced yeah. they're going to wear out a lot less uh, quick and my brakes are fine you know and that, that's what it is but some people you know, some people don't think or even know to do that and, and also they don't really want to do that yeah you know, it's it's about um, what, out, it's out about of sight, out of mind. Time. Yeah, exactly. If you, you know, some people don't, and and for a lot of people, and it's a it's a majority. I would say, a car is just to get them to work and back. Hmm. Disposable thing. And there's I'm going to use it for a couple of years. And not so much now because the you know the whole packages have sort of died off. Certainly, yeah. when I came over here, it was a car and a phone and fuel and yeah. all of this. Yeah. People don't get company cars as often as, as they once did. I know it's really changed, hasn't it? Yeah, but when the company car thing was a, was around, it was an issue. Yeah, like it's a serious problem. And um, yeah, I know I got a company car when I first came out here, and and uh, you know I, I wasn't working for a manufacturer; it was a used car. But obviously, I'm in a workshop, so it's different. Yeah. But if you if you take a job on and here's your car and keys, yeah. who's responsible for that? <laughs> exactly. It's not mine. So, oh, it doesn't start. Yeah. Oh, it's a day off work. Fantastic. <laughs> Car won't start. So, you know, I, I think it's uh, it's not as much of an issue now because we don't have as many people with that package. Um, yeah. But uh, it certainly was. And for those who do and are lucky enough to have company cars, that you do have to remember to get them maintained as well. Yeah, it's, I mean, and that's it. Just putting it on, onto your calendar. Yeah, yeah. And just saying, okay, I got to do this, and and I guess that also makes it a, a part of. It. I was thinking, well, why haven't I had my tires done? Well, one, I used to go to a, a big brand place that has many shops, and that was the time then I couldn't get the lugs off, <laughs> so <laughs> so I stopped going there. Stop going there. <laughs> so yeah. so that was just, but I was only going there because it was convenient because there were three, four, five of them around, and I would be easy to get yeah, them. Yeah. So so then as well, okay, I went to another place, but it's great service, yeah. but I don't drive by it. So no, suddenly I got I have to make a point yeah, yeah. of going there. And that's yeah. not necessarily the convenience. So it's yeah. it's finding that convenience that works. Well, you for can you. do them every Tuesday now. Well, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I, I was actually saying, here I am, Sandan. Best tires in the, on the road. <laughs> do them every Tuesday. Well, I was I was standing and looking at the uh, the images in the garage of the uh, the Pearlies. Yeah, we got and, the 2019 tires in now. And I was looking at those, going, I wonder which ones I'm going to need on the Jeep. So I was just looking looking across at them. So yeah, yeah, we've got full range. We've got 2019 model tires in. We've had them in for the last. See, that's weeks. big. That's big yeah. because that means I'm at least going to have my two years out of them. But yeah. but you're what? What's the RTA want? They want them. They want four years on the the clock on those. Once right? to five, you fail. Yeah. 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 So and they'll be very very critical of them after three, which yeah. is good. Well, I, hey, I love it when they're looking for cracks and stuff yeah, and yeah. things. And you know, if they do that, they're doing the job because that's one of the, that's probably the most important piece of your vehicle. If you don't have traction, you're yeah, done. I for mean, it. anyone that gets. Um, it's tires that we, we call them a distress purchase. Yeah. Nobody really wants to buy, unless you're buying some of the wheels that we've got displayed here and you think, oh, I'm going to treat myself to a new set of wheels. You need to buy new tires, of course. But um, I'm more of a utility guy. Tires typically, <laughs> yeah. And they're a, distress, they're a distress purchase. You don't buy them because yeah. you want to. You buy them because you've got to. But anyone that gets uh, annoyed by the RTA failing their Jeez. test on tires, really asking, you know, they really need to think about 
what they've just done for them by doing that. Yeah. Because in a week or two or maybe a year, who knows, but between now and the next test, you could have a blowout on the road. Yeah. And if you're doing above 60 kilometers an hour, that's a scary thing to, wow. to go through. I've, I've had that. I've had a blowout on the road like that. And it was because of something that was on the road, but yeah. it is... It's terrifying, yeah, yeah. especially if you're in the fast lane and you're not really going that yeah. fast. And you've got now, you know, forget the fact that you've got the thump, 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 and, and you hear the pop. But now, you know, you've got to get, get across. Either you're going to stay in the left hand lane, which uh, is a death wish, or you got to get yeah. across to the right. And, whoa, you, you know, you a whole bunch of things are going on yeah. in your mind. Because yeah. how often do you d- drive with a blown out tire? Yeah. Never. Yeah, that's it. I mean, a customer of ours in the other day and, and she, she changed the tires with us. She's one of our customers and she got a, uh, the tire pressure warning light came on. So she came in for us to check. There was a puncture, but the, the nail that had gone uh, in was on the shoulder of the tire. So we can't repair it. Yeah. So the repair has to be on the center. 66% yeah. of the tire. That's how we do it. Which makes sense. I mean, that's the safe yeah. way to do it. Yeah. You don't want to do it on the shoulder because the puncture repair is basically it's, um, it, it has to sit flat. Yeah. It can't be curved around the shoulder of the tire. So, I explained everything to her, but the lady was honest and said, well, like, you know, it, it's holding air. I've put air in it today and it hasn't gone fully flat. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't have money for a tire. I've yeah. just bought these tires and I haven't got money for a tire. And ultimately, were they pretty new? Because you ultimately yeah, they're like three months old. Oh, okay. Um, so, nice. um, and, and, you know, it, it was a powerful car. It was a 45 mm-hmm. TFSI TT, so one of the top of the line ones. And she was really sort of in a position now where... I've got to either fix this problem for her, yeah. Um, but then she hasn't got the money to pay for the tire, or I let her then go out on the road. Yikes! Dangerous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we, it's holding we, there. Well, but we went through the warehouse. We found a 2017 tire and put it on for half the price that she'd paid a few months ago for the 18, and, yeah. and, and away she went safely. And and she'll she'll be back to settle the bill. But um, it's 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 so crucial. It's yeah. so so crucial that. That tires are uh, not only the right, you know, the, it's one thing to have them in a good condition and the right age, and they're not too old, but they've got to be the right size, they've got to be the right spec for the car. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and there's a lot more involved with with tires than than just uh, a black piece of rubber. That well, I I went through a phase in the, uh, just where I was getting tires from, and the guys they so they weren't the size actually for the Jeep. They were either a little bit larger, a little yeah. bit smaller, and and. I, you know, I, I just always was left scratching my head. And I did it because, same thing, you know, okay, well, these are affordable. They, they're within yeah. my range. But I, I ended up, after I think one round of that, going back and getting the tires yeah. that are the correct well, size. See, because the, the whole vehicle drove better then. Yeah, sometimes what happens on, on the Jeeps, I know, because we, we put some of the big wheels on there. And I think we talked about it before. You then have to recalibrate the speed yeah, up. Yeah. But, um, you know, Finding the tires for that, that thing were, were not the easiest. Sometimes you get the wrong size tire put on because yeah. they'll say, oh, we've got a slightly wider tire with a smaller profile, so it'll be the same and, and it'll manage your manage for now because you desperately need tires. Yeah. And that's sometimes, if that is the only resort, that's the right thing to do if, yeah. if you need to get on the road and you, the other option is to drive on unsafe tires. But then the knock-on effect can be perhaps you sell that car, the right. person who buys the car doesn't know, and then they just go back and then it goes to a, a, a service center and the guy just checks the tire size. Yeah. And then the same thing all on? of a sudden you that car's always going to have the wrong size on. I found it. I got into a catch 22 where then it was only changing two, two of the tires at a time because it was, you know, rotating them out and there, there was yeah, an issue. Yeah. And so then I'm running almost in a sense different tires. Yeah. And it was just like, okay, this is getting dumb. 
So then I just, at one point, just had to, it, the tires need to be done, replaced yeah. all five. Yeah. Well, I've seen, I've, I've seen with, with tires, we've seen um, people get a punctured tire, blown out tire. Yeah. And uh, they've they've got oversized wheels and they've modified the, the car. And then oh. they've put their spare from the standard spare. Yeah. On the other side, and then driven the car around, and they've they've worn the diff out, and they've damaged the transmission, and I never uh, thought this happens, of that. Yeah. yeah, so you really have to do you do really have to be uh, quite careful with with tires. Yeah, no, it's important, really yeah. important. Yeah, I had some battery issues. We were talking about yes. that, a little, and it's you know batteries, starters, and alternators. Uh, the starter doesn't necessarily collect in, but you know the it's it's interesting talking to various people around the city who sell batteries, who ultimately don't seem to know a lot about the batteries well, or you know how much they charge for them. Oh, <laughs> man, I, yeah. I was it was a little surprising actually because we we ran into an issue with uh, it, as it turned out just the 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 clamp on the on the terminal mm. was loose, mm. so it wasn't making a connection. And the default on my vehicle is when the battery is not connected, it won't run. I saw it run now. It, it runs for about four minutes and then it turns off as a safety precaution because you don't have a battery. Yeah. And these these terminals will go loose. Yeah. And, you know, and that was the thing. A, they're only a, a threaded uh, knot on a bolt and yeah. uh, they'll go loose. And you it know, always goes loose at the worst moment. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> normally when your wife's late for something or that's exactly what it was yeah. and i was going in to teach a class and she's calling me the car won't start it's like there's nothing i can do for you at this moment <laughs> yeah. like there is nothing <laughs> yeah no it's um it's 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 almost like we've just been saying with with tires when you've got to you've got a thing a series of things you should check so when you go and check if the battery is is flat the first thing you're going to do is just wiggle the terminals. Yeah. Well, and that was, and so one of the, the telltale signs for that is, is when I got home and I said, okay, you know, tried to start nothing. So I'm going, well, that's weird because this is, this battery is only six months old and it's a, it's a solstice. So yeah. not the best battery in the world, but not the worst no, battery in the world, but you expect six, to get 12 to 18 uh, months out of it. Well, yeah. The way I drive my cars, I, if, if I get 12 months, I'm happy. Yeah. But six months I'm going, well, this is wrong. Yeah. And, and so when I put my jumper lead on it, I heard this funny clicking sound, which in, and my wife said, Oh yeah, the guy who gave her a jump, he heard the same thing. Cause he also said, Oh, that's weird. And, <laughs> and the weird thing was, cause I'm going, hold on, what's that? So once I put that on, I'm just standing there and I'm looking and I'm going, why would it make that sound? And then I realized that's the same sound that it's always made when I've changed a battery. Yeah. And when you connect Reconnect. the terminals, yeah. you hear whatever that mechanism powers is. Up, yeah. yeah. And that's what it was. It was the powering up. So telling me that, okay, yeah, there's no yeah. charge in the battery or more likely as this was the case. There was no connection to the electrical system, yeah. and that's all it was. Just yeah. needed to have a bolt tightened. But the the issue was the folks where I would went and you know, ultimately went back and said, "Hey, just you know, I want to know if this battery is actually okay." They're telling me, "Yeah, you need a new alternator." Yeah, and I'm going, and I'm looking, going very skeptical at this point because while I know nothing about cars, I know enough to know that well, it does hold a charge. Yeah. Are you checking the alternator to see if there's at least current coming out of it? And their thing was, well, you just go to the shop. You, you need an alternator. It's, it's your battery's not charging. You could have been down the rabbit hole, a couple of thousand dirhams there. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, the only thing that you would have to hope is that the person then that would then go and change the alternator for you would, as because the first thing you do is remove the battery terminals when you do yeah. that job, is you would say, ah, okay, this is loose. And you would yeah. tighten it up and check it. Yeah. Maybe you would, maybe you wouldn't. Yeah. You're at the mercy of uh, are they on bonus or not? I think yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, it sounds very much like that. When you know, when when someone's giving you a diagnosis without checking it, 
Well, it's, you know, that's one of the things that you, you got to go somewhere where you trust. And, yeah. and the trust level was pretty low anyway, but I was standing there asking questions. Well, people get in that situation. What yeah. are you going to do? Yeah. It's the first well, the port of call. You've got to get, yeah. you know, you've got to get the car on the road and, and, and that's the closest place and the only option you've got within yeah, that yeah. area. So exactly. Um, it's, yeah. it's a, it's a real problem. But fortunately, you know, it did get charged and it did work and, and it was sort of like, okay, well, the next day we'll, we'll, we'll do a diagnostic here, but, got us home so yeah. we we're happy with that well there's uh there's there's no app for that people don't have anything on the phone that can do no. it and you will you will end up having to trust a technician somewhere yeah um sometimes you know well, how, how do you know you if can't alter- trust them how do you know if an alternator is going like if you know the, the only way to do it and, and there's, there's a lot of people out there that will say disconnect the magic terminal and if the engine shuts off then you've got an issue with the alternator yeah. that, that that is something we used to do on the older cars um, but don't do it on a modern car because you're going to cause voltage spikes, which right. will damage all of the control units. Um, which always worries me yeah. on my old cars. So it's the, like, oh you man. You know, the best thing to do, you just get, get the vehicle, if it will start, get it to run and, uh, just use a multimeter, which will detect yeah. the voltage. The first thing to check is the voltage. So you check the voltage at the battery terminals that are coming from the alternator. Um, to then make sure that you don't have an issue between, the battery and the ground connection, you can then go directly onto the alternator and maybe onto the ground of the car yeah. if the alternator is accessible. And then that will give you the voltage out. If it's running, you want anything between 13 and 14 and a half. There you go. Uh, there are some cars that will, will fire up and, and start charging at over 15 for really? a few seconds or a couple of minutes, depending on the state of the battery. Um, but, you know, the, the, the typical range 13 to 14 and a half. And, and if fair. it's there, you, you're good to go. Um, you can then check things like current. Yeah. So. But it, and these are pretty easy tests. That's the yeah. other side. Well, sometimes what you, happen, what you have is people will bolt loads of extra lights and <laughs> stereos and <laughs> fridges and everything on the car. And they'll say, oh, I just put a, you know, it only has a 66 amp battery. And so I'm going to put 105 amp on it. Oh, yeah. Because it'll fit. Yeah. But you've only got a 70 amp alternator. Yeah. So the battery drains all of the power out of the alternator, and, and and it gives you a gives you more of a problem than yeah. you would have had if just keeping with a with a smaller battery. So, um, yeah, you can you can sometimes um, you'll need to check the amps out of the alternator. Sometimes, if you do modifications on the on the vehicle electrically wise, you need to change the size of the charging cable that comes yeah. from the alternator to the to the battery. I never so even you thought of that. Cable, yeah. Yeah. So the, these are all things that that. Um, yeah go into it so you might get an issue where someone says oh I've, you know I've, so I've just fitted uh, an electric cooling fan say on a classic so you might have a, I've just fitted a double electric cooling fan and everything else but since then my battery just won't start you know I can't start my car my yeah. battery won't power the ignition and it's just the the, the alternator can't cope with the extra draw the yeah. battery isn't big enough the alternator isn't big enough so you just need you need to modify it for that but in your case they should have just put a multimeter yeah. on it. It's quite clearly just a standard <laughs> setup and, and said, oh, okay, you, you, you have... Because uh, if they'd have gone onto the battery terminal yeah. and the terminals weren't connected properly, they would have shown a low reading. Yeah. So then what they would have then should have done then is then, as we just said, go directly to the alternator yeah. um, and then say, oh, hang on a minute, the alternator is actually giving us a, a, an output which is just not yeah. reaching the battery. So, Well, I think they just need a little more training because I thought, you know, this is an easy service. They're already selling batteries... If they just, you know, the problem you've got, the problem you've got is that whilst that will take less than five minutes on your car, yeah. less than five minutes, and that's even if the multimeter is the only one they've got and it's on the other side of the workshop, yeah. you know, if they've got one in the toolbox and they get it out as a 30 second check, 
the fact of the matter is everybody wants to charge for it yeah and 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 you know it's one of those it's one of the reasons we started doing this in the first place because we wanted people to know that you can trust yeah somebody at least and um it's not just me there's there's lots and lots of guys out here that do honest yeah reliable work well um, and that's and that's the side you know, like that let us all down yeah well i even said i said well you know i said i mentioned you i said well we'll put a chart we'll put the meter yeah, on yeah. it when we leave and you know you know if you if you want a few derms not a problem but I, i'm just i know yeah you're 700 asking. derms yeah, 700 derms sir pike away here you go <laughs> but but you know for a fact that i'll be back getting tires and i'm gonna you know a, a location not works that. it's not but, about that though is it it's, it's about well, i mean for it's, me it's for me it's about can I trust somewhere I want to go? Yeah. And that's the place when I've got to do a repair, when I got to do something, I'm going to rock up and I'm not going to bulk at the fact that, okay, I got to leave the car and I got to do this. And it's like, yeah, but I trust you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just building, it's building a relationship. You just got to, you know, one of the worst things to ever have to do is to recommend a service. That's whether it's our industry or yeah, even even yeah. doctors and even restaurants to yeah. recommend them to friends, right? Yeah, I, I, almost never, thing, I recommend almost nothing to that friends. That's the worst thing to do. <laughs> and I can tell you the second worst thing to do is work on your friend's car. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah. It's the worst <laughs> thing. The worst thing, especially... So, you know, we've already mentioned the Tahoe of Andrews, right? So we spent a, uh, a bit of money on it. We've done a lot of work on it. And it's like, it's one of those, I must have checked that car off four yeah. times. Yeah. Because I'm thinking, oh man, I don't want anything to go wrong. He's a mate. He's your neighbor. And, it, and he's, he's going to come knocking on the door. And you know, and, and then I've had, a, I've had instances where I've recommended a, a restaurant. Oh yeah. And my friends have gone and they've called me up. Man, why do you go there? Yeah. And it's like, you know, I, I've said, well, I've always had a great time. And uh, you yeah. know, you find out the guy that I knew wasn't there or something. And, yeah, we've been recommended a doctor before. When we had our first baby, we went to see a pediatrician that was recommended to us, and and every time we came out scratching our head, thinking who has recommended this guy. Yeah, and you know, it's when you recommend somebody and they don't do a good job, yeah, looks bad on you, right? Yeah. More than it does on them. Yeah, yeah, and, sure. Uh, I appreciate every single recommendation we get because I know what it takes to recommend somebody. Um, and it's just about looking. You know, it's just about looking after people. You know the. There's a lot of instances where um, vehicles come in here, like we say with the Audi the other day, uh, with the tire and, 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 and situations where, you know, it's better for us in terms of a relationship and, and the future to just do something to help somebody out yeah. and just yeah. show them that we're doing something honest and open with them, all transparent. Show they, There'll be situations where you go for a, a puncture repair and they'll yeah, just yeah. change the tire and say, oh, we couldn't repair it. Yeah. You know, and with all res- all due respect, and this is not a reflection on what I think, but there are people that would have seen a lady in a car, yeah, and just told her anything, yeah. And there's people that see a, a, a guy in a car, yeah, and just tell them anything, you know, because you're the first person to say, "I'm not a mechanic," yeah. So you could take your vehicle to a workshop, and there'll be people that try and take advantage of that for sure. And and that's definitely not what we're about. And, and there's so much technology out there now that you don't have to be like that. Yeah. It was two seconds for me to show the lady the tire, but if she'd not been here, I could have sent her a picture. In fact, when I changed the tire, I sent her a video of the old tire <laughs> yeah. with the puncture, so she knew that was her tire, and then a, and, and then a picture of the of the new one going on. And because I wanted to show the difference in date, it actually turned out there's only six months difference on That's the tire because it was the end of yeah. 2017, the tire that we put on. But you know, it was just one of those where you just there's no reason to not open your doors to everybody 
Yeah. You can you can show them every aspect of the job. There's, it's not pretty. I've got a 911 out there that I need to change the evaporator on it. Oh. I know for a fact. Oh. I know for a fact. That's that's the whole dash coming off, right? Yeah, and I oh. don't and, and and it's a very very good friend of mine, but I know for a fact he trusts me with the car yeah. unequivocally. Otherwise, he wouldn't be doing this you gotta, job. You got to take a picture when that dash is off. He doesn't want to see that. No, if but I, I want to see. Yeah, it. you want to see. It. <laughs> if I send him a picture of that, he'd just say, "I don't want to see that." You know, that that to him is is. I can't think of anything worse to send him a picture of. You know, yeah. and and um, but then there are other people that will want to see. Yeah, and well, it, just because it's mayhem, and I just I you know hat off to any mechanic technician who's working on that part. Oh, you know, we need to. We've got to. First thing we've got to do is cordon off and make a white room in there so it's dust free because oh, I don't want that guy. It's black on black on black on black in there and I don't oh. want it. I don't want it getting uh, getting swamped with dust and kerosene fumes and oh, petrol fumes. Man. So we need to cordon an area off, get some plastic. Oh, it's going to look like seeing out of CSI <laughs> <laughs> forensics. What's, what's, what's a Porsche evaporator go for? Um, well, we're actually putting a non-genuine on it. Okay. Oh, um, is it just because it's it's okay? Or? We can get one. So the the, the genuine one. Uh, you don't quote me on this because I can't remember. I always get confused. Back? No, they haven't got one. But it's Delphi or Denso. Okay, I know both of those names. And uh, I can't remember which one the genuine one is, but we've got one. Nice. That's directly from the manufacturer rather than from Porsche. Wow. Oh, okay. So we saved uh, well a lot. It's like twenty five percent of the cost. Wow. Um, so that's the way we're going to do it. Uh, but um, there's always options yeah. like that. But no, like I say, you know, he doesn't want to see me doing the job. He's just going to no. trust me. And he's, you know, in, in six weeks' time, when he doesn't have to call me and put some more gas in the AC, he's going <laughs> to know that I did the job. Yeah, that's enough for him. You know, speaking of air conditioning, I was driving around. You know, I've got the Jeeps and yeah. uh, had the air conditioning on the other day. Windows were open on one. Oh. There was no windows in one of them. I had the AC on just because I wanted to make sure. Make sure it's working. Well, circulate the oil around the That's system. what I was doing. Yeah, just yeah. making sure because the last thing I need. I mean, I've had evaporators change now in both vehicles. I, I don't have any patience for doing this again. No. And uh, just a little bit of maintenance like that. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm convinced that one of them went simply because it didn't it didn't get turned on for a few yeah. months in the in the peak of the summer sitting in the sun and i'm i'm convinced that was the death of that evaporator well there's a couple of things to to realize with it well a few things to realize we should probably do a special on ac but i think we should you know what we will maybe we should plan that for next week yeah because it's starting now because it? now's the time to get your ac yeah, sorted we've out. got through the rain and i think it's starting yeah. to it's got another warm. month and the temperatures yeah. are going to start climbing and that's yeah. when you're going to get all of the emergency calls oh my ac's gone uh, there's nothing worse than that, you know, it's, and especially when everybody, oh, can you just pick my car up for service this time? <laughs> yeah, no problem. And it's like, no, AC, yeah. thanks for telling me about that. <laughs> I just sent a driver. <laughs> but no, it's, it, like with AC, there's a few things to realize. So when you've got a typical AC system, 134A or 1234YF on the newer stuff, the evaporator is uh, at lower pressure um, when the AC is running, when the engine's running. Yeah, okay. It's on the low pressure side of the system, um, and it's basically when the engine's sat idle and the AC is off, the pressure is uh, at the temperatures we get here. It's over five bar. It's uh, closer to six wow. bar, just at idle. That's pretty amazing. So that's quite a lot of pressure yeah. there. Um, that's almost a good. That's a good espresso. Add that. Well, yeah. Add that to the uh, humidity we get. So the evaporator is the bit that condenses that humidity, and then you get dripping out under the car. Yeah. So metal. if it's dripping on your foot, you know you got an issue. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> You've got a big problem. You need to get your drain on blot. So yeah, if you've got metal and water, we know that corrodes. Add that add to that pressure of six bar and up when the car's sat 
idle yeah add to the fact that it's getting really hot like 50 degrees plus behind there when it's sat in the sun and then really cold to freezing zero degrees yeah when it's running a lot of stresses on that metal and it will crack and um that's definitely like you say you're quite right with it sat not being used is is, is not helping that oil around the system can help it um running the ac uh, a compressor is almost exactly the same as a, an internal combustion engine apart from okay. it doesn't create its own power it, it's mm. driven by the engine but it works the same way there's pistons inside that compress the gas um and that's how it works it needs oil to do that it, it moves and rotates and oscillates a, a, a lot of uh, uh and, and a lot of stresses are on there that if, if you don't use them and then you start them up after six months dry they'll fail the UK yeah. is a big issue with compressors for that because the, you need an AC compressor in the UK in your car for about 25 minutes every year. That's it. It's like one day in June. It's like one yeah. day in June. Normally, it's normally like the first the first day back to work after a holiday. Yeah, and that's the day you and get in and that's, it's failed. Yeah, and that's the one time you'll need it and then uh, you need to spend a few thousand pounds to fix it. But, yeah. you know, th that's the issue because they don't get turned on, which is why we moved to swash plate compressors, which even when you think you turn them off, they're still working. Well, and I'm sure one of my vehicles, maybe both of them, that's exactly how it works yeah. because even when the AC's off, it, it seems to be on. Yeah, they're still, they're still circulating and still working. Yeah. Otherwise, the, the other thing is with the clutch type, the load that it takes from the engine to switch them on and off all the time. Um, it's another part that can wear out a clutch on there. Um, it's just not efficient to do it that yeah, way. Okay. Um, so, so that's the way it is. Um, but something else we could mention on that is if you have a high-end vehicle with nice supple Napa leather in it, so we're thinking some of the top-of-the-range platinum sure. uh, patrols or some of the really nice Mercedes or yeah. Audis, um, that leather, especially when it's new, they do, it does have a distinctive smell. For some reason, moisture and humidity really brings a bad sort of almost acidic type of tone to that smell it really does start to smell really bad um mm. and you'll find that 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 is worse in the summer um so what you'll do you'll be driving the car you'll have the ac on you'll stop at the shop or whatever you'll stop at the office you'll turn the car off and go inside now the problem you've got then is all the humidity that's condensed on the condens on the evaporator and is going to drip out of the car once you switch off the ac there's no fan blowing through that there's no air movement through it. So it just sits there and then you get this really damp, warm mm. environment huh. and that smells anyway. But then when you've got a high-end vehicle with leather in there, it makes it worse. Yeah, that's the last so thing you want. You start to grow mold in there and oh. that's why we do the antibacterial cleans and stuff yeah. like that. Now, the problem uh, can be avoided by regularly changing your um, AC filter regularly. Um, I don't even have an AC filter. No. I wish I did. No. <laughs> I you want one. Put you some tights <laughs> over the front of it. But, um, you know, the other way of... People don't want to change those filters just because no. there's a perception that it's gonna, that's, that's a waste of money. Well, they just think it's, a, it's a, one of my guys are making bonus by selling them that, right? Yeah. They don't realize they're doing them a job. So, But the way to deal with it on a day-to-day -day basis is as you stop the engine, sorry, as you pull up, as you stop, um, yeah. engine journey just leave the ac running but with the ac setting off okay so that there's air circulating through it that will then allow the air to vent through and then it will dry it out so you don't leave it damp okay 30 seconds is enough really? so you know yeah. just maybe get out the car um go and get your bags out yeah and go back around to the drivers switch off the car and then and then close the door 
And that's just enough to just aerate that and just make sure it doesn't get left to sit damp. Yeah. Um, a lot of people won't do it. Yeah. But right. if you do do that, you'll, you'll certainly avoid any uh, nice. nasty smells. And, and, and the mold is quite dangerous. Well, that's the worst thing. It, it is a breeding ground for mold if you yeah. don't treat it well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so, um, yeah, we'll uh, save all this for the special. Yeah, okay. <laughs> awesome. We'll do that. You know what? I, I'm looking at the time here. We got we got still a little bit more time, but uh, uh, the other thing that I was I came across, uh, and I was a little bit disappointed. Land Rover has canceled the 518 horsepower Discovery SVX. I see. I'm not disappointed by this. <laughs> I thought that actually made the Discovery look nice. <laughs> yeah, well, no, they only did, and I've got no issue with the Discovery at all. The, uh, the they, best. They'd had to raise it a little bit. They'd done all sorts of stuff. 518 horsepower. That's that's a machine. Yeah, you don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> What, what do you need that for? I, I, I mean, I, I don't, I really don't. If they'd have brought that out, having just closed the factories and stopped production for, you know, the end of last year for six whole weeks, and then they go and bring out this car that's going to sell about 15 worldwide, it would have been ridiculous. <laughs> well, I think that was all. They were all handmade too, these yeah. vehicles. So it's well, I don't know why they need that. I mean, it's different if they're saying they're going to make another G4, and they yeah. used to do the G4 and mm. the Camel Trophy ones and stuff. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. But, <laughs> it doesn't disappoint me. Another one that, that caught my attention, and it just actually got me thinking, and this was recalls, and oh, this is yeah. in the U.S., and this was yeah. talking about the recalls that are happening on a certain brand yeah. of airbags. This is, yeah. And the, the issue with these airbags was they were, and I was just looking over here. Shrapnel, isn't it? Shrapnel because, so these are Takata airbags. These are really popular. They're in everything. Yeah. It's going through the list. It's, uh, I mean, every car that you've ever owned is on here. And the problem with this particular cycle of airbags is they used uh, ammonia nitrate to cause the reaction to inflate it. Yeah. And so I'm reading, I'm going, okay, well, what's the big issue with this? When you get into humid environments where it's getting warm and cold and, and there's humidity, and I'm going, Dubai, 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 <laughs> UAE, UAE, UA, Middle East, yeah. Yeah. that can cause degradation of the system. And then it was literally like shrapnel, yeah, as yeah. you said. The airbag's going off, but there's, there's stuff in it. Yeah. And so they've been going through a whole series of recalls on these over the years. And I, I, so that just got me thinking, how do, how do we test our, or how do, you know, is there a cycle with airbags that we need to be thinking about. No, that's it. Pyrotechnic airbags, the, the, the only test for them is you when you need them. Man. The problem is here, there's, there's 23 instances of uh, serious injury or death because of it, right? You see. And yeah. the, you, you, know, you said it's Takata that, that manufacture them, but they're installed in, you know, across Everything. Ford Group, Volkswagen Group. What's it? I'm, I'm looking Mercedes, here. I think. Mercedes, Volkswagen, yeah. BMW. Honda as well, right? Audi. Yeah. Honda. So Subaru. Um, yeah, everybody's got them in, and, and then yeah, what do you do? And it's sometimes unfortunate for for car manufacturers because it's not their hear, fault. You'll hear the whole. I mean, we all remember the uh, throttle pedal on the Toyotas. Yeah. I mean, that was ridiculous how that ever got to the road, but it happened. But they won't have. You know, likelihood is that they didn't make that. Yeah. No, exactly. Toyota outsourced the f- yeah. finished product uh, yeah. designed it and everything else but in, in terms of putting it together and fa- manufacturing it it was outsourced yeah. and, and it goes yeah. for most components now and, and, and 
So it's good, and I understand now why they've grouped them all together, because yeah. for them to say, certainly in the case of Volkswagen, especially in North America, if something happened with, you know, if there was a recall on any Volkswagen now in North America, they're, they're going to be screwed, right, because of the whole Dieselgate thing. Well, and, and they said they've, they've started doing these recalls back from 2001. They're saying at this point, 70 million yeah. vehicles have been recalled yeah, we, we, by the time they're done. 70 million vehicles! We've had, uh, we've had to take two of the crafters that we get from we will fix it into on the builder and they've done airbag recalls for that very one wow yeah so fair play to them yeah. um it was, and those uh, things aren't cheap either airbags are expensive no and that's, that's right. a that's a real specialized job putting those in yeah you don't want them to go off no it was um about two weeks ago i was speaking to the uh one of the guys over that i know in on the Buddha, and they had a compliance recall for a 2001 golf Wow, they've got to try and they've got to try and find it because it had a, a, a recall on the airbag. Yeah. I mean, there's no way. I mean, well, I've I've probably taken parts off that thing and yeah. charged. I sat somewhere <laughs> rotting away in charge, unfortunately. But um, yeah, yeah, they're they're very hot on these things. Yeah, which is good. Yeah, I, I saw a whole other thing with Ford. Ford has an issue that they've got a bunch of recalls going with one of their F-150s, I believe, oh. and that's uh, it's it's downshifting. So yeah. the technology is downshifting when it shouldn't be downshifting. Yeah. That's dangerous. I know. Speed. <laughs> Can yeah. you imagine? And I was reading the uh, the Honda one. So is it the is it the um, the, the the pickup bed or the, the underbody of the sorry of the of the Odyssey or something that the the bed can start to corrode I didn't because read that the, the um, shampoos that people use to wash the cars, oh. the chemicals, and it can corrode the, the oh, coating no. on it. Who would ever think of that? Crazy, right? And it can then cause fires because it rots through to the right. fuel rails and stuff yeah. like that. So. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean it's good that they get caught. But but the, in the instance of this airbag one where people have had to die, it's, yeah. you know. I know. And and you know, these things are supposed to save you and, and the problem is good you intentions. Get, I, I've had a, a serious heated debate with uh, a guy and um, he was inebriated slightly at the time and I wasn't, um, which made it funny. But um he was dead against seatbelts, dead against airbags, and he was like, Why do I need to wear a seatbelt? I was like, Well, Research shows that it saves you. Like, well, who's done that research? Government paid for that. Government, it's government. Yeah. So why do I need to be told I, I, I was fine without them beforehand? And why do you, and, and you know, there are people that are against them. Yeah. There are people that don't like them and, and things like this, uh, the, what they'll point to. But, uh, yeah. you know, they, they will save your lives. And, and if, you've, if you've got a vehicle, any vehicle, it's worth ringing the manufacturer up with your chassis number and saying, are there any outstanding recalls on this yeah. car? Yeah. Just if so, say say it's a Mercedes Ring Argash, say it's a, a VW Ring Alnabuda, if it's a, a Ford Ring Altaya, and yeah. just say, this is my chassis number, are there any outstanding recalls on the car? Because they might not be able to trace where the car's sure. gone. It could have gone out of the country and then yeah. back in. And, and, yeah. and, you know, they they don't know. But if there are any on there, they'll be saved on the chassis number. And yeah. they're free of charge. So if yeah. there's any recall that's safety related, they will definitely, um, they'll definitely do yeah. it for you. That's that's good advice because we get a lot of used cars and a lot of times they just lose track of as yeah. they've changed hands. Yeah, good to make sure. Yeah, definitely. And especially if you're not using the agency, uh, if they haven't reached out to you, you, you yeah, know, they might not know. They, yeah. they might not be able to track you down. Yeah. Uh, simple. Um, it sounds simple to track someone down because obviously we've got all the details, but sometimes it isn't. Mm -hmm. So uh, you might have updated your mobile number or the cars changed hands two or three times. It's you know, yeah, some of their data got lost. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, there you go. Hey, Glenn, we're going to wrap up the show. We'll do cool. it all again really soon. Glenn Power, Sandance Tire, 
you want to get in touch with us, of, of course, it's really easy to do. Potaholics with a K at gmail.com. Follow us across the socials. Share the podcast with your friends. <laughs> and if you've got stuff you want to share with us, get it to us and we'll put it on the show. Glenn, it's been a lot of fun. We'll Pleasure. do it again soon. Cheers. You've been listening to The Car Clinic with Glenn Power from Sandance Tire and myself, James Pikeaway. You want to get in touch with us? Find us on the socials, Potaholics with a K. And of course, you can send us an email potaholics that's with a k at gmail.com we love to hear from you and we'd love you to share this podcast with others talk to you again real soon so long for now